but hold our hand. Help us through this day and this hour. Praise God. I trust you're praying, praying for our country, praying for those that's going through such a trying time. It's just hard to imagine what they're dealing with, but uh, we know that God is our help. In our, he's an ever-present help in the time of trouble, the time of need, isn't he? Amen. And we know God is able to help this country of ours. And uh, if there's ever been a day we need to pray God send revival, it's in this hour. America needs a great revival, don't they? Amen. I have to believe that uh, there's no, well, there's just no doubt about uh, God's hand not being in all this. You would be a fool to say anything else. And uh, we just, if we've ever needed the Lord, we sure do need him now. Amen. Help us, God. Help our country and help us to live for God. Amen. Praise God. And we want you to know that you that are here and you that are visiting here, uh, we're praying for you in any way we can be of any assistance. Uh, anybody in this church, I feel like I could speak for anyone in this church. Please don't hesitate to uh, inquire, ask us. We'll be more than glad to do whatever we can to help accommodate you and help you. Amen. Is that right, church? Amen. We're honored that you've come here to be with us. And uh, we just... Glad to have you. I see folks here from Brother Hare's church, his sister, in fact, here. Lord bless her. They've come so many years to camp meeting. Appreciate them being here. Some folks here from Brother Alviar's church. The Lord bless you. And uh, Sister Joe Bear that's here. Uh, Sister Brittany's mother and family. So uh, I'm sure there's a number that I have missed, but we're... Uh, so glad to have all of you here and we're just praying for you and we're praying for a speedy recovery in your home city where you can be your life can be back to normal amen and God's able to do that as well amen they talk weeks and weeks and God's able to shorten the time isn't he amen where they can get it get the power on and things can get back to somewhat normal. Praise God. Well, amen. I want to preach to you tonight what I feel the Lord has laid upon my heart. And I trust today there will be a receptive spirit in your heart to receive God's eternal word. Amen. Praise God. We know we're in a dangerous day. And uh, we're all in a warfare against the enemy. Nobody has got it made. We're all fighting and I trust tonight that this message will stir up your mind and spirit and give you a determination to fight like never before. Amen. We've got to win this race above everything, haven't we? Praise God. In Jesus' name, are you going to help me obey the Holy Ghost tonight? Amen. I want to endeavor to yield to God. We're com- so happy for all of you that's just prayed through. Those that's prayed back through, the porters that just recently got baptized, the Lord bless them. We had Bible school last night, and great number and good number, good classes. 
Uh, in fact, I think our class picked up maybe another 25 or so, and, and I'm, I'm telling you, it, I wish it, it just, well, we're on to something in this would change your life. So uh, I would encourage you to be a part of it, and especially studying the Word of the Lord. Praise God. Then after a class, we had a new converts class, uh, Search for Truth, and a good response, a good turnout. Thank God for people that love the Word of the Lord, want to study the Word of the Lord, seeking for the Holy Ghost. This sister over here, couple, is praying for the Holy Ghost tonight. Don't leave till you get it. In Jesus' name. They were in our Bible study last night. Praise God. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. If you'd reach your hand toward this pulpit, amen, we're going to pray together. In the name of Jesus Christ, I believe you, Lord. Let us be hid behind the cross, and may you be glorified, God. Give us words to speak, and let, them, let us speak them with the anointing, with the help of your spirit and presence, God. We ask you to use us for your glory. Hallelujah. And everybody said amen. You can be seated. I want to preach to you tonight with the help of the Lord, the war against backsliding. We're all in this war together. Amen. We're warring against slipping back or sliding back. Amen. Thank God for every, every inch of ground that we have gained and every victory that we have seen won and every battle that we have seen God give us victory in. And we just are determined that the devil does not take any of the ground away from us that we have claimed and God has blessed us with up to this point. Amen. We are determined in Jesus' name that we do not turn back and that we do not backslide. Everybody say backslide. Amen. That we do not turn around in this journey, in this race. But our, our goal and our eyes are set like a flint tonight on that city. Above everything in this world, we must be saved. But I want to tell you something tonight. This is such a subtle thing that happens to people. It's so subtle and it, it, it's, it's in, comes up on people and, and they do not realize what has happened until they're so far out, they can't seemingly get turned back around. And uh, I believe the Lord has laid this message on my heart to help stir this church up once again about moving forward, amen, and driving down a stake where we're at and say one thing about it, by the help of the Lord, we do not intend to lose any ground that we have gained. Amen. We're going to drive down a stake and we're not going to turn loose what God has done for us. Can I get an amen? amen. Praise God. Amen. And, and it, if we make it and if we do, it's going to be because you came to Wednesday night Bible study. Everybody say Bible study. Amen. And you listen to the word of the Lord. Now, I want to tell you something for us. Get hardly started here. The enemy is going to do everything in his power to distract you from hearing the word of God tonight. The devil never stops fighting, does he? Amen. He fights you about coming to church, and you finally push this old flesh on out the front door, back door, get in the car, and head down to the house of God. When you get here, he doesn't stop. 
He will do anything in his power to distract you from hearing the word of the Lord, from receiving the word of the Lord. But thank God for, I can see it already, feel it in this building, some made up minds. <laughs> Hallelujah, that the devil's a liar and the truth is not in him. Praise God. We've come to climb up a little higher in God. Praise God. So that's what we're going to study tonight. We're in this war and we're warring against ever backsliding. Determine. I'm not going to backslide. Uh, I, I want to just tell you this from the outset. Uh, God has been so good to us. Is that not the reason that we're in this building? Amen. The reason you prayed through to the baptism of the Holy Ghost was it not that you were looking for relief and you were looking for help from your misery and from your troubled mind? Could I get a witness from anybody in the house? Amen. Is that not what brought you to this house? Was you not broken? Was you not a wretched, wretched miserable, empty life when you come to God? Most people, that's the way it is. That's the way it happened. And this past Sunday night, uh, it was uh, a tremendous time here uh, before and after. And I thought, my, 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 I wept when I looked and I thought uh, about how that, that, that could have went on and on and on and on. All the people that's in this house and you that were here, you know what it was. My son preached and talked about how uh, before people come to God, and then he showed some pictures of some people that uh, what they looked like before they came to God and then showed pictures. And then those looked like some very wonderful, intelligent, sane people that had a clean heart and a clean mind and had direction and focus. Wasn't it just beautiful? Isn't it sad though that after all those good things can come in our life, then the devil can just, it's like he comes down and he poisons people and he and he, 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 it's like he gives them a shot of something and, and he numbs them to where they, they lose their feeling for this thing and they lose out with God and it's a gradual thing that's happened. Well, let me tell you, the Lord sent a message here tonight for me to preach to you to stir up your mind and your heart. Brother, if it's been good to where God has brought us from to this point, why on earth would we ever do anything else but stay on the firing line with God and walk with God every day of our life? Why would we even get slothful about the things of God? I don't know about you, but anything good and all the good things that ha has happened in my life I'm here to stand before you and tell you tonight, I don't give God a little bit of the credit. I give him all the credit. And no credit to me, friend. My, my, when I look and think about how close I come to missing the mark and, and how it would have shot my life off somewhere out into outer space, away from God and a messed up life, you know what it does? It makes my knees tremble tonight. And it makes me know that, hey man, it's the good God of God. 
that's helped me every step of the way. Hallelujah. And so if it's been all that good and it's been all that rich and all these good blessings have come upon me by God's help and grace, I'm not going to turn loose of it tonight. I want a death grip on it like I've never had on God before in my life. I'm not turning him loose now, Fred. Yes, yes, obey the Holy Ghost. But brother, we're in a war and we've got an enemy. We've got an enemy and he he never ceases. He never stops. He never gives up. And he's, he's on our trail tonight. The apostle Paul said, if I build again the things which I destroyed, if I go back and pick up all that trash that I got rid of, He said, I make myself. You're automatically condemned and a transgressor. Things I threw out of my life and got out of my life. If I let the devil carry me back down those roads and start fooling with that junk and trash and stuff I laid on the altar and I start going back and reaching back and picking this up and picking that up. The Apostle Paul said, you're automatically, you make yourself a transgressor. And you know what being a transgressor does? It brings, of course, condemnation. And when condemnation is up on your soul, friend, it, it's, 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 like, it's like flying an airplane and, and, and coming up to mountains and you just don't have quite enough power to get over the mountain. That's what happens. That's what condemnation will do for your walk with God. That's the reason deal with condemnation. Amen. Jump on condemnation. Get out of my life, condemnation. I'll put that thing on the altar. I'll never say it again. I'll never do it again. Well, hallelujah. Well, thank you, Jesus. Well, glory to God. Because you know what? I want to have faith in God and I want to have power when I come up to the mountain that I can still speak to the mountain. Mountain, be thy removed and cast into the sea. Well, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. You know, when I start having battles and every time I turn around, it seems like I'm losing another battle and losing another battle and losing another battle. That that stirs my spirit up because I don't believe I was born to lose. I believe I was born to win. When, When it just seems like it, this turned sour and that turned sour and another deal turned. That stirs my spirit up. Amen. That'll make me lose my appetite. That'll make me not want to eat. That'll make me want to go to the church and pray. 
That'd make me want to get my head under the pew and say, hey, what's going on here? I'm not a loser. I'm a winner. Amen. Devil, get out of here. Well, I'm preaching to a bunch of winners. We're not losers. We're winners. We're not losers. We're winners. Well, that's the way it just works out. Well, I know that, you know, all about that, but I still don't like to lose either. Amen. That's not much comfort, I'm telling you. Hallelujah. And I just want to stay free and victorious in my spirit. Jeremiah, the old weeping prophet, prophesied to the backslidden people of Israel and of Judah. And he said, the Lord also, the Lord said also unto me in the days of Josiah the king, hast thou seen that which backsliding Israel hath done? She has gone up on every high mountain and under every green tree and hath played the harlot. Meaning she's chased every god, every little g she could find. She's chased after it. And I said, after she had done all these things, turn thou unto me. After she had already played the part of a harlot, God still beckoning said, uh, turn thou unto me. But she returned not. And her treacherous sister, Judah, saw it. Her treacherous, betraying sister saw it. And I saw when for all the causes whereby backsliding Israel committed adultery, I had put her away and had given her a bill of divorce. Yet her treacherous sister, Judah, feared not but went and played the harlot also. And it came to pass through the lightness of her whoredom that she defiled the land and committed adultery with stones or with gods of stones and with stocks with gods of wood. And yet for all this treacherous sister Judah had not turned unto me with her whole heart. And the Lord said unto me, The backsliding Israel hath justified herself more than her treacherous Judah. Or she's, she didn't even feel bad about what she has done. Now listen to what Jeremiah said. He, he said, you know, you would have thought that Judah, which is, you, you know, the tribes broke apart. They were 12 and then Judah broke off and the tribes were separated. And here is Jeremiah pleading, telling Josiah about the backsliding of Israel and how she would not turn back. And he said, I tried to get her to come back to me and she would not come. And he said, you would have thought that Judah would have feared, but she had no fear, but went and played the harlot also. She would not listen. After she had watched what had happened to Israel, she still would not turn around and she still would not come back. Oh, Jesus, help me, Holy Ghost. Listen, I may not preach long tonight, but I, I feel a burden in my spirit in this house. Let me ask you a question. Have you not watched others play with the world and get burned?
Have you not heard of other people playing with the world? Amen. And judgment falling upon them and trouble coming upon them when they sought after the little G's of this world, the little gods of this world. Do you, do you know of anybody? Can you think of anybody that was on track with God, walking with God, living for God? God smiling on them and God helping them. Can you think of anybody and it got so good to something went wrong in their head and went wrong in their thinking and they turned away from God and now to look at their life tonight, it is a wreck and it's all messed up. It's all twisted up. I know Hollywood, it puts glamour on sin. It puts glamour on adultery. Amen. It does all these things, perverted lifestyle. But let me tell you, it's a bunch of wretched, miserable people that's played the Hollywood lifestyle. And God was saying to Judah, didn't you see what happened to Israel? Israel backslid, judgment fell on them, they went into captivity. Now why would you want to do the silly, foolish, same thing that you have sat there and watched with your very own two eyes? Well, I know somebody that got by. Well, time ain't over, friend. And the clock is still ticking. And the truth of the matter, nobody gets by God. Hallelujah. Well, praise God. Speak to us in this house, God. Talk to us in our hearts, God. Stir our spirit tonight, God. Amen. What makes us believe that the blessings will continue in our life? What makes us believe that? If we forsake the Lord, how do you think it's going to stay good? It's been good. How do you think it's going to stay good if you get away from the Lord? God told Israel, he said, I'm going to tell you, the Lord shall send upon thee cursing, uh, rebuke, and all that thou settest thine hand unto for to do, until thou be destroyed, until thou perish quickly because of the wickedness of thy doing, whereby thou hast forsaken me. He said, then men shall say, because they have forsaken the covenant of the Lord God of their fathers, which he made with them when he brought them forth out of the land of Egypt. He said, men are going to say, what's got them in trouble is they've forsaken the covenant of the Lord of their fathers. Amen. After God brought them out of Egypt. Oh, thank God for the deliverance that God has given us. Amen. Again, the Lord speaking, Israel served Baal, and the children of Israel cried unto the Lord, saying, We have sinned against thee, both because we have forsaken our God and have served Baal. And the Lord said unto the children of Israel, Did I not deliver you from the Egyptians and from the Amorites and the children of Ammon and from the Philistines? Did I not deliver you from all that? He said, yet ye have forsaken me and served other gods. Wherefore, he said, I will deliver you no more. Listen to what he's saying. 
He said, go and cry unto the gods, little g with the S on the end of it, which ye have chosen. Let them deliver you in the time of your tribulation or in the time of your trouble. You've forsaken me. He said, I'm not going to deliver you anymore. He said, go cry unto the gods that you've turned to, that you have chosen, and then let them deliver you from your problems and from your tribulation. Oh, I'm going to tell you, there's nothing more comforting to know in the time of trouble. Amen. I'm in love with God, and God's in love with me, and I've been walking with God, and God's been walking with me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm going to tell you, it's not in this world. This world does not have the answers. This world cannot help us. Why would we even think about turning to the world? Why would we even, amen, feel sorry for the world or even want to investigate or want to stick our head through the fence and try to get a little bit of green grass over on the other side? Amen. The world cannot deliver us. The world cannot help us. The world cannot bless us. It's only God that can help us. It's only God that can heal us. It's only God that can meet our needs. It's only God that can lift us up. It's only God. It's only God. Oh, God, help us to stay with God. Help us to walk with God. Help us to not get entangled with this world, the sports God of this world. Help us, God. Help us to stay away. Hallelujah. Lord, let us shout the victory. Amen. Lord, let us, don't let us get entangled with all the traps of this world. You know, I've stirred people up about preaching about that God. People don't like for you to mention that God. Amen. But, uh, amen. Devil, you're a liar. Uh, it's just a trap for people. It's a trap for people. It's a trap for people's soul to cause them to lose the anointing of the Holy Ghost out of their life and the presence of God. Hallelujah. Thank God for the deliverance from the sport world. Of course, everybody ought to be delivered now. They can't win a game. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Boy, don't you know it just makes some people so sick they don't hardly know what to do? Amen. While they're getting sick, we're getting well. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> oh, help us, Jesus. I mean, I've offended people over this, not church people, but uh, people that were kind of coming around some. But, hey, when I feel it in my soul, amen. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Amen. Say it again, brother. Amen. Just preach it. Devil, you're a liar. Devil, you're a liar. People wonder why they're weighted down. They wonder why they can't shout when they get to church. They wonder why they feel condemnation in their spirit. Let me tell you something, friend. When you kick the little gods of this world out, you'll be able to shout free and talk in tongues and feel the Holy Ghost.
Thank God for liberty and victory and anointing. Thank God for his presence and power that he gives us when we empty our hearts out and, and we're clean, we clean our hearts out and we're cleansed before him. Thank you, Jesus. And I don't want to go back and get entangled with this world. Oh, Jesus, in your name. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I'm going to tell you something. The Lord gave me a message one time. I preached it on a Sunday morning. And it was about the Moabites. And the Moabites, uh, you know what Balaam done? A very clever trick he pulled on the people of God. He kept trying to curse the people of God, Balak. Curse God's people. He couldn't curse God's people. He hired him a prophet, Balaam. Curse, curse him. You can't curse. He'd open his mouth to say something and whew, blessings would flow out. God's going to help them some more. They're going to multiply. The hand of God is going to be upon them. When he'd open his mouth, he'd be standing in front of that old false prophet, old false king, and that king would say, come on, curse the people of God. And he'd open his mouth and here'd come out another blessing. Don't you know his old blood was boiling? Don't you know he was mad and envious and upset how God had blessed his people? Curse them, curse them, curse them, curse them, curse them. Amen. Curse them, I'll bless you, I'll exalt you. And he couldn't curse them. No way he tried. Amen. I'm glad that the devil don't have a hold of this thing tonight. God's got a hold of this thing. You, you can quit worrying about the devil if you get God on your side. Oh, forgive me for saying it again, but I just got to say it again. Hey, man, I want that God that's uh, the God of Mordecai, the man in whom the king delighteth to honor. Just God, look down and smile on my home and smile on my life and smile on my job and smile on my paycheck and smile on my car and smile on my babies and smile on my life. That's all that really matters in this life. Amen. Because if God is for you, he said there's no weapon that is formed against you shall prosper. It won't do any good. Amen. It'll blow up. Before it can hit you. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If we can just be that man in whom the king delighteth to honor and the blessings of God would be upon us and his hand would continue in our life. Oh God, help us tonight. Are we going to backslide? Amen. Everything we've got, we give him all the credit. And it's been so sweet up to now. Amen. Somebody said, but this don't hurt, Brother Holmes. That doesn't hurt, Brother Holmes. You really make a big deal out of really nothing. Do what you want to do. Amen. I'll soon be 56 years. And, Brother, I've been wrestling with this thing for, well, I got the Holy Ghost when I was five years old. Amen. About 50 years of having the Holy Ghost. And I'm telling you what. I, I've, I've wrestled and I've, I've sorted out things and I've looked at things and I've, and I've touched things and I've got my fingers burning and I backed off and I tried this and that didn't work. I tried that and that didn't work. And, hey man, and it finally, it got me 
Something just squeezed me down on this narrow road. And I got on this narrow road and I said, I'm just going to stay on this narrow road. Hey, man, I'm not going to look to the right. I'm not going to look to the left. Hey, it may be all right for you, but it ain't all right for me, hon. I'm sold on Jesus. I'm sold on Jesus. What about you? I'm sold on Jesus. What about you tonight? I'm sold on this living for God. What about you? I'm glad today I turned the corner. I'm glad today I had the break over. You can be seated. And I said, it's over. Hey man, I'm going to walk with the Lord. I'm going to live for the Lord. Let me tell you what happened. We had a church of about 100, 150 or so. Hey Amen. Somewhere in there in a small center section. And everybody could move over into the center section on Wednesday night. Hey Amen. And I just kept preaching this wonderful, glorious truth. I'm going to tell you about this truth. It'll put fat on your bones. It won't do you harm, hon. It will do you good. And we just kept on preaching it and kept on preaching it. And we watched couples come, just like this couple right over here tonight. Ackerman. Amen. Y'all stand up. They're praying for the Holy Ghost. Brother and Sister Ackerman. Amen. This couple right over here. Y'all stand up. They're praying for the Holy Ghost. Amen. They're wanting the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. seated and their lives were empty and their pocketbook was empty too to watch God put their home together and their marriage together and watch God open up the windows of heaven and just start blessing them and I want to tell you something all the money in the world won't buy peace of mind you can't measure this blessing. We're not even trying to. That's just a little bitty far out here side benefit. Money and financial blessings. The real benefit to this living for God is I got a clear mind. I got a clean conscience. I feel good in my spirit. I feel good in my heart. 
I don't have no hatred for nobody nowhere. Doesn't matter what they said. Doesn't matter what they done. Doesn't matter what they stole from me. I don't have any hatred or any bad feelings. Feel that deep, settled peace. Now that's Holy Ghost. Brother Wallace, that's Holy Ghost. That's real Holy Ghost. Is when you have really got peace of mind. And that's what the devil wants to steal from you. Because when you come to this altar and you pray through the baptism of the Holy Ghost, God gives you peace of mind. Oh, you went home that night and you slept better than you've ever slept. Amen. And you know what? The devil wants to steal that peace of mind. And he wants to crowd these other things in your life and these other little gods that you feel like, man, I can't hardly live without that. Well, I want to tell you something about this Christian life. What seems like death unto you is really what? Everybody say it. Say it in the back. Amen. Everybody say it again. And that's where you come to the place where you have to trust him. Amen. I'm trusting you, God, now. Amen. It looks like I traded life and got death. Amen. But you're a liar, devil. I traded death and I really started living. Hallelujah. Clap your hands to the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There were two kings in the Bible. And again, Judah and Israel is still broken apart. And Jeroboam, he has made a golden calf for the children of Israel to worship because he said, it's too much trouble for you to go to Jerusalem. So I'm going to give you some real easy religion where you won't have to go to Jerusalem. I'm going to put a I'm going to put a calf at the, down, a golden calf at the south part of the country, and I'm going to put another calf at the uh, north part of the country, and you won't have to travel very far. The truth of the matter, he was afraid if they ever got back to the real thing, they would not come back to him. That really was his problem. He, they were, he was scared to death. But Jeroboam, Israel being the bigger tribe, and so that gave them, of course, the bigger army. And they decided, well, we'll just go down there and crush Judah, and we'll take Judah over and take it away from them. So Abijah was the king over Judah. Jeroboam was the king over Israel. And oh, Abijah sent him a message. And Abijah said, and now thank ye to withstand the kingdom of the Lord in the hand of the sons of David. David been dead a long time. He said, are you, would you even think about come down here and try to fight against one of the sons of David? Amen. Are you a son of David tonight? If you got the baptism of the Holy Ghost, you're a son of David. 
<laughs> he said, you must be out of your mind, big boy, to think that you would come down here and fight against one of the sons of David. And you be a great multitude. You got lots more than we've got. He said, and there are with you golden calves, which Jeroboam made you for gods. He said, have you not cast out the priest of the Lord, the sons of Aaron and the Levites, and have made you priest after the manner of the nations of our lands? You just ran you a little classified one ad in the paper and hired you some preachers and priests and they're, they're like you, Jeroboam. So that whosoever cometh to consecrate himself with a young bullock or seven rams, the same may be a priest of them that are no gods. He said, but as for us, he said, now let me tell you what we've been doing. We've been, we've been having church. He said, for us, the Lord is our God, and we have not forsaken him. And the priests which minister unto the Lord are the sons of Aaron. They're the Levites that wait upon their business. And they burn unto the Lord every morning and every evening burnt sacrifices and sweet incense and shoe bread also set day in order upon the pure table. And the candlesticks of gold with the lamps thereon to burn every evening. For we keep the charge of the Lord our God, but ye have forsaken him. And behold, the God himself is with us for our captain and his priest. With sounding trumpets to cry alarm against you, O children of Israel, Fight ye not against the Lord God of your fathers, for ye shall not prosper. We, we've held on. He said, y'all run the priest off. You got rid of anybody to tell you the truth. Amen. What did I tell y'all Sunday morning? You need to go to a church where the preacher crosses your opinion. goes against the grain of the carnal man. Amen. Hallelujah. Because that's what you need to hear. He said, Jeroboam, are y'all out of your mind? I know you've got a big old army. I know you've got a big army and you've got all this equipment and you're a, you think you're a mighty people. Now you can go jump on those Philistines but if you come down here and jump on us, you're fixing to get in trouble. Amen. Because we are the sons of David, first of all. The bloodline is still down here. Amen. We've got the Levites. Amen. We've got the priests down here, the sons of Aaron. And we've been offering up a sacrifice every day. We offered it up in the morning. We offered it up in the evening. The golden candlesticks are still burning. <laughs> the table is shoe bread. There's still hot bread on the table. We're still, we're still worshiping God. You don't want to mess with us. Go somewhere else, Jeroboam. Amen. But you know what? It didn't stop them. And they came on down. 
but God rose up. You, you, know what the, you know what those priests did? The priests started singing and worshiping God, and God caused the destruction to fall upon that army until that army was completely wiped out. And God gave Judah a wonderful, marvelous victory because somebody said, why are y'all praying? Why are you praying regular? I'll tell you why we are. Because the army is coming against us. There's going to be a day we're going to point back to God and say, God, do you know where we've been? We've been offering up sacrifices in the morning. <laughs> oh, no. Not going to preach long till I preach about this prayer. Hey, brother, trouble's coming, ready or not. The big bad wolf is fixing to come to your house, and he's going to huff and puff, and he will do his best to blow your house down. But if you've built that house on a rock of prayer and going to church, living contrary to your nature... Living contrary to your nature, he can huff and puff all he wants to. But he ain't going to blow no house in. Devil, you're a liar. And you people that's gone through this trial, he's not going to blow your house in. He's a liar and the truth is not in him. Amen. God can bless you and lift you up while others are suffering. God can bless your house. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you what, that prayer is good in the morning down here, and that prayer is good in the evening down here. It's just good. <laughs> Isn't God good? Are we happy living for God? Are we happy living for God? The Bible said, thus the children of Israel were brought under at that time, and the children of Judah prevailed because they relied upon the Lord God of their fathers. They prevailed because they relied, they trusted in God, and God gave them wonderful, marvelous victory. We're not going to backslide, devil. We're not going to backslide. We're going to stir up our spirit. When we feel ourselves cooling off, we're going to stir our spirit back up. You know, I found out that experiences I have with the Lord are similar to experiences others have. So that's what helps me in my preaching. And I've discovered in my walk with God, when I allow my oil level of anointing to fall down and it gets down to a certain point. Whew, trouble is going to break out like many, many waters against my life. That's what I've discovered. When I let up on that fervent, earnest prayer, brother, it just, it just, it, it, the load gets heavier. It's too heavy for me to carry. Amen. That's been my experience. Amen. And it, my life has been, you know, like an elevator. It just kind of run up and down. And one day I just kept putting it together. And I discovered, hey, you don't need to let that prayer run up and down. You need to get 
get on level and hold on to that thing and just and just do it like this. Just keep on. Amen. Keep on and on and on. And don't backslide and don't let, give place for the devil, but press on. Now, pr- maybe there's a few people, maybe there's a dozen here tonight that can identify with what I just said. Maybe you have watched it work in your life when you neglected to pray that you, 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 you've seen this. It just, things just don't work out. Is anybody in the house? Am I here by myself? Amen. Am I here by myself? Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. So I'm not going to backslide. I'm not going to give place for the devil. If I've already watched all these other people mess up and get off track, why would I want to mess up and get off track? Amen. Hallelujah. Devil, you're a liar. Devil, you're a liar. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. But you know what happens to all of us? It's a human attribute. It's, it's in our makeup. You watch it anywhere you go. You watch it in the business world. You can watch it in the spiritual. People start out, they're real intense. They're real earnest. In the business world, they're earnest about serving. They want to be so careful. And they, it takes off. And it does good. People get a job but hadn't had a job for a while, Sister Vicki Harvey. And man, they just, they don't come in five minutes late. They're there five and 15 minutes early, 30 minutes early. Because man, they know, they said, God finally gave me a job. And they work a while and they say, you know what? I just about hate this job. I mean, I don't like this job. I don't like working here. I don't think they treat me right. They put more on me than they do others. I mean, y'all don't look guilty now. You know, I'm Pentecost, so they're picking on me. Amen. And the attitude changes. And then trouble's got to break out. They got to get fired or something's got to fire them up. And finally, we turn around and we take off again. Right or wrong? Right or wrong? Amen. Huh? What would happen to people that never let up? Amen. 20 years, they still had their enthusiasm. They were still excited. They were still glad of their job. My goodness, I got a job. I got a place to work. Well, hallelujah. What would happen? What would happen? And the same thing is in our spiritual walk with God. God blesses us. He smiles on us. He helps us. And then we just get, oh, oh church again. We don't want to get up. We don't want to worship God. We don't want to clap our hands. We don't want to. We don't want to pay our tithes. We don't want to go to church. We don't want to witness. We don't want to do anything. And guess what has to happen? Trouble breaks out. And problems break out. Amen. And it should get our attention, get us back going praying. Well, help us, God. Devil, you're a liar. I'm not going to backslide. I'm not going to backslide. 
I'm going to come to church on Wednesday night and listen to the pastor and let him stir me up and talk to me and move me and shake me out of this. I'm not going to pray any more of them sleepy prayers. I'm not going to yawn my way through prayer. I'm going to pray fervently. I'm going to touch God. I'm going to walk with God. I'm going to live for God. I'm going to love God. I'm going to keep my love red hot for the Lord. Amen. I'm going to Hey man, every time I get an opportunity, I'm going to witness to somebody. Every time I get an opportunity, I'm going to tell them of the goodness of God. God's been so good in my life. He rescued me. Everybody stand together. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus Christ, reach over and pray with somebody right now. Come on, brothers. Come on, sisters. Devil, you're a liar. Stir up our spirit tonight, God. Come on. In the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. Help me, oh, Lord. Help me, help me, help me, God. Help me that I don't turn slowful now. Oh, God, you've been so good. I wonder who needs to walk down to this front. Amen. I wonder who God is dealing with in this house that you need to walk right down to this front right now and say, God, I want to keep my spirit stirred up. I want to stay on fire for you, God. Amen. Lord, I've been lagging behind, and I feel like Brother Holmes has preached to me tonight, God. Come on, in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, hallelujah. Stir my spirit up, God. Stir up my spirit, Lord. Stir up my prayer, Lord. Life, God, in the name of Jesus, that's a way to pray. Oh, God of heaven, I believe you in the name of Jesus Christ. I believe you in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You've been so good to me, God. Oh, I'm determined I won't let the little, the little gods get in my life. I won't let the little gods get in my life. Oh, yes, God. Yes, God. Yes, God. Yes, God. Singers, hallelujah, hallelujah, always singers. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, in the name of the Lord, in the name of the Lord, in the name of the Lord. Oh, speak to our hearts tonight, God. Oh, it's so much better to stir our own spirit up than to allow God to stir up our spirit. In the name of Jesus Christ, in the name of Jesus Christ, I believe you tonight, God. I believe you tonight. Oh, God, you've been good to us. You've blessed us abundantly. We're excited about living for you, Lord. Thank you for your rich, good blessings. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. 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 Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Oh, bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. I want you to sing this chorus and as good as God has been to me. Whew. As good as God has as good blessed as God has been to me. Yes, Lord. I can't afford not to praise his name. As good as God has been to me. I'm gonna give him the highest praise. As good as God has been to me. I can't afford not can't afford to praise his name. As good as God has been to me, I'm gonna give Him the highest praise. As good as God has been to me, I can't afford not to praise His name. As good as God has been to me, I'm gonna give Him the highest praise. As good as God has been to me, I can't afford not to praise His name. As good as God has been to me, I'm gonna give Him the highest praise. As good as God has been to me, I can't afford not to praise His name. As good as God has been to me, I'm gonna give Him the highest praise. As good as God has been to me, I can't afford not to praise His name. As good as God has been to me, I'm gonna give Him the highest praise. Somebody, God's sure been good in my life. Yes, Lord. Oh, yes, God. Hallelujah. As good as God has been to me, I'm gonna give Him the highest praise. As good as God has been to me, I can't afford not to praise His name. As good as God has been to me, I'm gonna give him the highest praise. As good as God has been to me, I can't afford to praise his name. As good as God has been to me, I'm gonna give him the highest praise. As good as God has been to me, I can't afford not to praise his name. As good as God has been on, to me, yes, I'm gonna give Him the highest praise. As good as God has been to me, I can't afford not to praise His name. As good as God has been to me, I'm gonna give Him the highest praise. Somebody brought it to my attention, Brother Looper here, that uh, there may be some of you that don't have a place to stay, or you may be staying in a, a motel, and uh, there's some uh, of us around here, or maybe the, we could help 
figure out something, some place for you to stay where you wouldn't be uh, shelling out $70, $80 a night for sure. And it wouldn't cost you anything. So uh, some of the brothers' houses or something you want to help out with. See some hands going up. Brother Soshi, Brother Looper here. So there's several houses. Don't hesitate. We want to help out. You're the people of God. You're our brothers and sisters. And of course, we want to help everybody anyway. But you don't hesitate to come up and let us know. Amen. We'd be glad to help you and accommodate you until you 